0: Hello, my friends, I am Teresa Rich, the founder of 100% Real with Teresa podcast, because I believe the world needs more positivity in it. Also, please tag me at Growth or TeresaRich.com. Thanks for listening and enjoy my friends. So today, I wanted to talk to you about reading the feet. And you might be thinking, what am I talking about? Well, um, when people come on these iTech reflexology courses, they don't just learn how to do um, work feet, reflexing those areas. What we also teach is how to read the feet. And you'll find that when you read the feet. It's quite magical, really, because what we're doing is we're looking at the feet in depth, because the feet tell us a story about the person's health, character, many different things like that. And what we actually do is when we have a consultation form, the client will actually say to us, they've got this health condition or that health condition, and so on. And Some clients are really aware of their body, others not so. And sometimes a client will tell you a particular story about their health and it doesn't always match what the reading of the feet is. So as a reflexologist, we've got to look at the feet. We make notes. We ascertain what the feet are actually telling us. And then we check it off against what the actual consultation form tells us that the client has let us know about. And sometimes there's a discrepancy between what the client has told us and what we can also see in the feet. And it's not our job to be like clairvoyance, but it is our job to try and ascertain what is really going on. So there are three methods that we use as reflexologists to be able to find out about where there are toxins, where there are imbalances in the body. And the third one is actually when we start reflexing the different points on the feet. Now, when we reflex the different points on the feet, there are certain areas, crystals, and that's like popping paper, Um, you know, and it's not popping paper, but it it feels like, you know, that bubble wrap paper you have, it feels like pop, pop, pop. You know, so when you work different areas on the feet, which relate to the different organs in the body, we chart those areas down and then we look at those against the consultation form and it's backed up by what the feet tell us. And it's quite magical because we've got three different methods of being able to ascertain what is going on with the client. Now, we're definitely not no doctor. And it's not our job to diagnose. We don't do that sort of thing. But for our own relevant information of helping us make a plan out for our clients, we look at the feet, we look at the consultation form, and we also look at the areas that we're working and that there are sensitivities on the feet. So it's quite magical that when you do a proper qualification course, that you learn in depth about the reading of the feet. And now let me let you know a little secret about these reading of the feet. It's not just sometimes looking at the pigmentation over different areas on the feet um, or whether the coloring, the temperature, the moisture content, um, whether they've got cracked skin, dry skin, you know, swelling, etc. All of these things do tell us a story. But it's not just that. Sometimes it could be energy coming from that particular area. Um, but let me just go through and, and open you up to the world of reading the feet. Now, within that, some of the different things we would be asking questions about is the pigmentation, yellowing. So again, we're not doctors, but we ask ourselves these questions to then think, ah, Maybe I could ask my client, have they got a problem in this area? Have they had any, um, have they been to the doctor about anything? So um, the feet tell us a past history. They can also tell us possibilities of what could be happening in the future. And when you see like yellow pigmentation around the chest area on the feet, this could be a possibility that the client has been a smoker, maybe when they were younger, or they've been around smoke, um, or they could have chest issues or bronchitis or be quite stressed. But really a healthy foot, providing they're not of ethnic origin, um, would normally be a good colouring of, you know, have ample amount of red and white um, within the texture of that skin. So it would look like a healthy foot, and it's the same with when we look at the temperature of the feet. Obviously, if it's cold outside, the feet are going to be cold. Um, but I've seen people with Raynard's condition and it's been boiling outside and their feet have been still cold. So cold feet can mean many things, especially around the toes. Now, if the toe area actually relates to the head, Now, if there's isolated cold areas on the feet, we would be looking at if there's a homeostatic imbalance in that area. So it could be as simple as poor circulation going to the head area, or there may be low energy levels. So poor circulation doesn't always actually mean that there's a problem in that particular area. We also need to look at the weather conditions. If it's been cold outside, or well, maybe then their feet are really cold um, because of environmental conditions, or maybe they 've just got really poor circulation in their feet because they 're always in a sedentary position by working at a computer or whatever. Now, when we look at hot spots on the feet, this is normally due to especially isolated hot spots and um, this can be due to um An overload in a particular area. So sometimes this can be to do with the endocrine system. So someone might be suffering with menopausal symptoms, or PMT. um, Or it could be as simple as if they're very, very hot, clammy feet, they could be highly stressed and their bodily organs are working to their maximum but if there is isolated hotspots, it could also mean that there's some sort of emotional overload being worked, like really hot toes relates to the head area. So there could be an overload of emotional activity going on in the head area. Now, as well as the type of diet we have can affect our feet and make them quite dry, especially if we don't have enough fish oils or water, that can then lead to um, the fact that we have dry feet. Now, some people don't do have dry feet and they say, ah, but I drink loads of water. Well, maybe their water metabolism isn't um processing as efficiently as it should, or maybe they're not having enough fatty acids within their diet but if none of those things um are the case then it could be as simple as they've got something like plantar psoriasis not plantar fasciitis they've got something like plantar psoriasis and that's where there is extreme dryness on the feet Peeling of the skin could be due to hygiene. It can be also due to localized skin infections or allergies from the shoes that they're wearing. I know myself when I wear specific walking boots that leather ones are fine with me. I've got synthetic also boots um, and they make my feet ache. <laughs> every time I wear them. So that just gives you an idea of the differences that how the feet can play out. We also get people um, that have cracked and dry areas on the heels. Normally that means there's not enough fat in their diet um, or it can be as simple as the um slapping action of flip-flops on the heel of their foot uh, depletes the natural oils in the skin or in the heel of the foot. Um, and then what we find is they end because they leave it and the natural oils are being depleted. It The skin then cracks on the heel and that area can relate to in the body. Uh, the heel area can relate to the colon. So then we ask ourselves, is there an imbalance in the colon? And did they admit this, that there was an imbalance in the colon in their consultation form? And it goes on and on. And this is what's so fascinating with foot reflexology. So we're always asking questions to ourselves to say, actually, how can I help this person? Because the ultimate aim of every reflexology is to create a nurturing environment where the client is able to grow in themselves and become healthier. So we'll also look at oily feet many times, swelling, is there isolated swelling areas? If someone's got very swollen feet, like um, a medical edema, many of the times we won't work their feet, we'll send them back to the GP to get them to check that they've got no other underlying condition that are manifesting um, to create this water imbalance. But just a small amount of edema, um, if they're on their feet all day, is understandable. So these are just some of the things that we look at within reading the feet. So where we started off at the beginning, and I said to you, the reading of the feet was primarily done to get an in-depth understanding of what is going on with that client. There are also other aspects like the emotional aspects we look at rather than just the logical. And that can be a white foot is known to be a hardworking foot. The second toe can refer to someone that's a natural leader. And there are many other things we bring into that context of uh, reflexology. So these reflexology courses are ITEC Level 3, are, they really are very in-depth, as you can see. And I've given you just the basis of reading of the feet because I wanted you to understand um, to what level these reflexology courses when you do them with me are. We only ever have six people on these courses. Um, it's very important that we have the right type of student because we invest so much of our time in wanting to help you So we like to have students that want to invest in themselves and really want to put the work in. So it becomes a community of people working together for the good of themselves and wanting to evolve and get a qualification. So with that, that was reading of the feet. We matched the reading of the feet with the reflexology consultation, also what the clients actually told us, and also with the documented evidence where we found crystals. And that helps us make our plans or a, a number of plans for the next consultation and the consultation and the treatment after that. And it also helps us put together a plan to help the, stu- um, the, the client um, go away and put certain things into action to help themselves for when they come back um, to the treatment. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of 100% Real with Teresa. Please share this with your friends. We each have a responsibility to bring more light and love into this world. The world needs more people like you to so go ahead and share so you can bring more hope and inspiration where it's really needed. Remember, we are so grateful to have you in this female community for heart-centered growth, sending you a big high five for being absolutely fabulous for listening to 100% Real with Teresa podcast.